0: You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com. In this podcast, we're going to talk about Greg Locke losing his mind over evil Democrats. The disturbing direction the right seems to be going right now. The idea that Democrats are possessed by demons is more popular than ever. Senate candidate Jaron Jackson's ridiculous view of the world. He is what happens when somebody accepts far-right talking points uncritically, even the ones that contradict each other. We also take voicemails. If you want to leave a voicemail, the number is 1-800-701-8573. If you want to send an email instead, the email address is telltalemailbag at gmail.com. A lot of you guys probably know I've been following this person named Queen Romana DeDulo. She calls herself a queen. She calls herself the queen of Canada, actually. She's not. She is a QAnon leader and influencer, runs a Telegram channel that's pretty big. I mean, very big. 70,000 subbies on Telegram, which is nothing to sneeze at for a platform as small as Telegram. She's got a disproportionate number of followers on there. She is absolutely delusional. I I do not say that lightly. She believes herself to be a space alien called an Arcturian. She thinks that she's capable of cloaking. My read on the situation is she believes that the world is run by lizard people and... I think that she believes herself to be one of those lizard people, except she's a good guy. She's like a good lizard person. It's a treasure trove on her telegram, though. She's got all kinds of crazy videos and stuff on there. I found this video the other day of the time she tried to get Fox News to interview her. Okay, so she's got her little, I don't know, security staff, posse, whatever you want to call it. She's got them here with her following her around, and she goes to this event where Fox News is filming or, or interviewing or whatever. Check this out. This is from February
1: 2022.
0: Oh yeah, got it. Now, make note, these windows being purple here, She uses this screenshot as propaganda to prove that Canada wants her to be their queen or they were secret people behind the windows giving signals that they support her or whatever else because her flag, the flag that she has here is also purple. So purple windows, purple flag, it's a sign from Canada or God or whoever.
2: Very quiet.
3: here, there they are. Queen, your majesty,
0: your majesty. <sighs> They're calling her Queen and your majesty. This is painful, it's painful. The cringe is entirely too strong. Get ready to cringe hard, seriously. I was almost vomiting when I was watching this earlier, personally, because the cringe was so hard.
3: Queen, your majesty, your majesty to the
2: left. Right here, right, right, here. Here. Oh, right here, right here, right here. Are you, you guys talked to? You? Uh, yes. yes. I'm Queen Romana of Canada. How are you? Nice to meet you.
0: How do I address you? He says.
2: Your Majesty. Your Majesty. How are you? Your Majesty? I'm well. I'm well. How are you? Oh my how do I do God,
0: apologize. Oh my God, dude. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is painful.
2: That's all right. That's all right. No oh need. Right. Are you? I'm just... I are you willing to go and enter? I can't oh, the Queen of Canada. we're done from the day uh-huh. we have another crew that's replacing us uh-huh. here. Okay. And they might use that stuff. How's that? Uh definitely yes. And their Fox too? Yeah. They're just my replacement. We're we're just white, we're tired. we haven't eaten, and we're cold and we're gonna get back to the hotel. Alright, provide people. me your uh, their contact information. Oh yeah, yeah, Michael. And his
4: reporter and producer around somewhere. So
0: Okay, so the guy just pointed to that guy that's in the background and said, okay, his name is Michael, and there's a writer and producer somewhere, I think he said, right? Okay, so she says, Michael, I'm Queen Romana. And he says, pleased to meet you. How did you know my name? And she says...
2: Of course. Oh. I have my
0: uh, details. I, of course I have my details. The guy just told her his name. The guy behind him. She's pretending to have some insider information. She has her secret messages from the space aliens or something. I don't even know. This is insane. It's so deeply cringy. Yes? So, Michael,
2: I came here specifically in looking for you. Why? And your team. Why? Because I would like... You. The entire country and
0: the whole world to know all uh, right so she wants to do an interview with the team because she wants the whole country and the world to know
1: but Canada now queen. Oh.
0: that i am your queen or that you have a new queen are you, are you-
2: so the yeah, I don't know.
0: He's basically saying, no, I can't. I'm sorry. I, I'm just a camera guy. I don't do any of the interviews.
2: No, no, no. This is your producer. The producer is back in
0: the hotel. Uh-huh.
2: He has a business card.
5: Yeah, I, mean, I, just, I do not business. have a business card. He's not a reporter. Uh-huh. He's uh, he's just setting up. The reporter's okay, so, going to be here a little bit later. All
2: right. Well, just Let, let uh, him set right. up,
5: and then we can uh, uh, get somebody to talk to you. About.
2: Business card, if you guys have any. Don't tell
0: me, Fox News. does not get a business card. You have a business card. She's been asking everybody for contact information, business card, whatever they can give her. And conveniently, not one of them carries a business card on them. Not one. I have some somewhere, but right. they're, they're in my, my, my messy office. Oh, you in messy office. What is your office? In my office. Is, in Northern Virginia. It's the first opportunity you guys have to break a story that Canada has a new queen. The first opportunity you guys have to break a story about Canada getting a new queen or something. And you don't seem to, uh, to be sorry. interested, yeah? And you don't seem to be interested.
2: No idea. Oh, yes, exactly So, I'll make sure that the Commander in Chief of the United States Army is aware of that,
0: yes? And I'll make sure the Commander in Chief of the United States Army is aware of that. Oh my God, it's so. I told you guys that you're gonna vomit from cringe. Is anybody over there vomiting right now? Yikes on bikes is right.
2: Okay, so these are my staffs. You guys, if you want to uh, do an interview, you contact these guys, okay? Okay. All right? Thank Thank you. And Michael, what's your name is? Your My name, name, name is Jesse. Jesse. And what is your role? What is your role? There are support
3: staff. And do you have a contact information. I don't
0: information? have a card. Thank oh, so, so, you so much for that.
5: Would you come back a little bit later? Uh, no, i
2: don't have
0: time, So she's just trying to get everyone's information, basically. So
5: everyone's
2: information, basically. Uh, what have you? Newscaster.
0: Wow. Wow. Yikes on bikes. I couldn't have said it better myself. Boy, is that cringy. Uh, so, yeah, that's Romana DeDulo. I just wanted to show you guys that clip because, oh, my God, is that rough to watch. When I first saw it earlier, I, I swear to God, I almost vomited. I was sitting there with my head in my hands and just so embarrassed for her because she is so terrible, so bad oh my god yeah she should see a mental health counselor i agree with you 100 percent. here's another little interesting fact about uh romana didulo she claims to be indigenous to canada she's not she was born in the philippines actually which you know is kind of foundational to her belief system if she wasn't indigenous to canada then the whole thing would crumble to pieces she reminds me of that guy who called himself emperor of the united states who trump <laughs> That was painful, holy shit. Yeah, I agree, it was. (laughs) (laughs) She has a direct line to Trump. She claims to have a direct line to Trump, yes. And she claims that she was appointed by the same people that Donald Trump was appointed by or whatever. White hat military, she calls them, and allied forces. Super soldiers who've been infused with DNA X, you know. She's a nutter butter. She's got deep problems but uh, I'll be damned if it's not entertaining to watch some of this stuff. Cringy, but entertaining.
2: Hi, Owen. My name is Bill. I live in Colorado. So uh, I was listening on your YouTube to your uh, nice little presentation about the uh, homeschool curriculum uh, for flat earthers.
0: Oh, yeah. Let me catch you guys up on this before we listen to the voicemail. Just give a little bit of background on this. Um, I ordered a flat Earth homeschool curriculum this is it this is the flat earth homeschool curriculum it's not really a curriculum so much as just kind of nonsense that these people were pushing these were full page posters that they sent me seriously they sent me these as bonus posters and they sent me this is a bonus poster apparently two of them and these are supposed to be flashcards. apparently it's just complete nonsense but At the end, they had... I assume these are posters, too. I don't know. At the end, they had like this list of questions, hard-hitting questions that prove the Earth is flat and geocentric model is correct and whatever else. Anyway, uh, I covered some of these a while back on my main channel on a live stream. Uh, If you want to find it, just go to my channel and search like Flat Earth Curriculum or whatever. It'll pull right up, but I... Debunked a lot of this right off the cuff. I didn't know a whole lot about it. It just, you know, using basic logic and poking holes in the claims they make, using simple skepticism, I went through a lot of this. But this caller has uh, some information they want to add about this. So let's listen and see what the caller has to say.
2: And uh, I think you're doing a great job. Uh, I just wanted to clarify one point you're making about the dark side of the moon. You said that the moon is phase-locked on the Earth. I don't know. I'm not familiar with that term, but you're correct in that the same side of the moon always faces Earth. Um, But what that means is as it uh, revolves around uh, Earth then uh, and it is between us and the sun, we are looking at the dark side of the moon is the same side as is always pointing at us but uh, if it's exactly between us and the Sun we are looking at midnight on the moon and uh, full on noon on the moon is facing the Sun which we can't see because we never see that side of the moon so it's the far side of the moon from us not the dark side
0: Yeah, I appreciate that correction. That's a good point. The far side of the moon, not the dark side. That's the side that we'll never see. They were talking about, you know, the moon in their weird little flat earth homeschool curriculum here. I'm not sure where it was exactly. I'm not sure which question that was in reference to now, but I do remember talking about that exact thing. Anyway, yeah, thanks for the the added information there.
2: Uh, that far side experiences just as much sunlight as uh, the near side does. Okay. Keep doing your great work. Thanks.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. Once again, uh, interesting point though, this guy actually came in with even more information. Check out the next voicemail.
2: Uh, Hey Owen, Bill from Colorado here again. Um, One more point on your uh, commenting about the Flat Earth homeschool curriculum. Uh, You're talking about the seasons, and when you're correctly stating that the part of the – I'm talking about now why we have seasons on Earth. You mentioned that the part of Earth that is farther away, since we're tilted on our axis, that is with respect to the plane in which we orbit the sun, uh, the farther part of the Earth experiences winter and the nearer part experiences summer – that is true, but that's not why. If you think about it, 93 million miles uh, the, uh, in our wintertime in the northern hemisphere, we're not significantly farther away from the sun than the southern hemisphere is when the southern hemisphere is pointed toward the sun. The reason why we experience the seasons is the angle of the sunlight hitting uh, our portion of the earth so when it's a more glancing blow uh, of sunlight and then also the part of the earth that is tilted away from uh, the sun uh, also experiences longer nights and uh outer space is three degrees above absolute zero whereas uh when you're pointing at the sun uh the sun warms the planet so The more hours uh, the portion uh, of, say, the Southern Hemisphere or the Northern Hemisphere uh, spends in the sunlight, the warmer it is, and the fewer hours it spends in the sunlight, the colder it is. Thanks for listening.
0: Pretty interesting stuff. I generally focus on my channel. I focus in on... The psychology of things and fallacies and propaganda methods and things. And I feel like I know a lot about those things, but I don't know as much about scientific stuff. I mean, I know a good bit about it, but not I'm no I'm no expert by any stretch of the imagination. And a lot of the stuff I say on here is off the cuff. I try not to say anything that I don't know for sure. Or if I don't know something for sure, then I'll at least tell you that I don't know that thing for sure. But every now and then, you know, little facts slip by that aren't exactly correct. So just be aware that I'm a commentator. I'm not a news source. If you want a news source, I would suggest Reuters, AP News, or BBC America. They're fantastic. So anyway, thank you so much for the uh, voicemails. Appreciate it.
3: Yeah, this is Matthew. Uh, State of the whole country. I'm a long-haul truck driver. Uh, spent a lot of time thinking in my head, how come no one is talking about the comparison of Trump and Hitler? Trump goes to prison, so did Hitler, and that's where he got most of his power. It's a little scary, my opinion. Thanks. Love your show.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it. That is concerning. I don't think that our situation is one-to-one exact with what happened in World War II Germany. So I don't worry too much about, like, Trump going to jail and then gaining power and stuff. For one thing, Hitler was significantly younger than Donald Trump is right now. Donald Trump doesn't have any more than, like, 10 good years in him and left, in my opinion. In 10 years, the guy is already fallen apart, and if you see him without makeup, you can very clearly tell. He's a train wreck. He's not healthy at all. I really don't believe he has more than 10, years, 10 good years left. Um, before you know his time is up. Basically, how old was Hitler in his forties? He was born in 1889. So in, f- uh, I was born in 1989. Oh, he was born on 420. Yeah, I knew that. I forgot about that. Um, so say 1938. That's when things really were getting pretty bad. 1938 minus 1889. So he was he was basically 50 years old. Hitler was when a lot of the bad stuff started getting really really bad. Donald Trump is 80. He's 80. So, I I think that if Trump had the years ahead of him, he would absolutely go all the way if he could. I really don't think he's got the years ahead of him and I think he knows that. So, I don't I don't really worry too much about him going to jail and gaining more power. Aside from that, there are direct one-to-one correlations between then and now and that is deeply concerning deeply scary stuff we can watch a fascist uprising right in front of our eyes right now basically and that is so incredibly disturbing to me like i've been reading a lot of books about world war ii and specifically denazification how we deprogram a massive number of people like that Uh, i don't think it's feasible in america it may become necessary at some point. I don't know. I mean, if Republicans keep going this direction, we may have to do exactly what we did in World War II Germany. We may not have a choice. I don't know. But uh, either way, I've been reading a lot of books about it lately, and it's a really interesting read. Like I said, there, there are a lot of comparable things, but it's not direct one-to-one comparison anyway. Uh, but, yeah, thank you for the uh, voicemail. I appreciate it. Hey, this is Paul. I'm in Iowa. I've been getting letters periodically from uh, witnesses, and the most— Jehovah's Witnesses. The recent one was saran-wrapped. Any theory that you have why they would do that, or did my panic brain just bring me to—it's uh, waste with some sort of poison off-cuff? Hopefully I see you actually address this or whatnot, but watch you later. Bye. Well, my first assumption wouldn't be, you know, it was laced with something, but seeing a letter appear when it's wrapped in saran wrap or something, that, that would probably raise some red flags for me. There isn't anything that I can think of, any reason why Jehovah's Witnesses would do something like that. That is a very strange thing for them to do. I would be safe rather than be sorry and just throw it out and not touch it. (laughs) You know, I live in New York City, and some woman tried to force me to take a peanut butter and jelly sandwich the other day. I was, like, waiting for the subway, and she had a basket with peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and she, like, shoved it in my face and then ran You know, I didn't want it. I had already eaten. I wouldn't eat something from somebody I didn't know anyways or from an official store. But she forced it on me. And my first thought was, like, is this thing drugged? Is it laced with something? I'm not touching this. So I threw it away. Yeah. Generally speaking, um, I'm pretty wary of what other people have if they're trying to force it on me. And it's in suspicious circumstances. So, yeah, I would just toss it personally. Next, we're going to talk about Greg Locke losing his mind over evil Democrats. Give us 30 seconds, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale channel. If you like what I do and you want to see me continue to do it, check out my Patreon. You can also check out my Telltale Unfiltered channel, Twitter, and Teespring. All links can be found in the description. Greg Locke did one of his church sermons or whatever on YouTube the other day, and it got strange. Very strange. I don't think he likes being called QAnon very much. Check this clip out. August 14th, 2022 is when this aired. Listen to what he had to say.
3: You seen the mountains of baby formula that they're pouring out and destroying? No... Shut up about this QAnon conspiracy theory stuff. This ain't QAnon. This is real on video.
0: I'm telling you, the guy doesn't like being called a QAnoner, even though he absolutely, for sure, most definitely is a QAnoner. And no, no, it's not on video, this baby formula destruction thing or whatever. Greg Locke believes that Democrats are trying to actively destroy the country, and part of that plot is to destroy baby formula and cause shortages for babies. That is... I honestly don't know what other word to use other than delusional. What else do you call this? Seriously. There's another Trump prophet, which Greg Locke is definitely a Trump prophet, or he's at least a Trump leader. I don't know if he would call himself a prophet or not, but anyway, there's another... Trump prophet named Mark Taylor, who went off about baby formula not too long ago and how Democrats are intentionally trying to destroy the baby formula reserves. And you absolutely will not believe the reason that he cites for why Democrats are doing such a thing.
5: When politicians go to Washington, D.C., the District of Columbia, this is why they lose all wisdom. Columbia is another name for bail, the District of Bail. They are working for and under the protection of the District of Bail, whose food source is the aborted babies. Do you think it's a coincidence that they are creating a food shortage for us? Did they know ahead of time that we were going after Roe versus Wade? They are going after our food sources because we are going after theirs.
0: In a minute, he routes that into baby formula, talking about how we're upset. uh, We being the Democrats, we are upset that they reversed Roe v. Wade because we can't eat babies anymore. Seriously, that's what he's saying. This guy is a famous QAnoner and a famous Trump prophet. Greg Locke is in the same sphere. They know the same people. They have similar beliefs to each other, okay? So I know Greg Locke doesn't like being called a QAnoner, but if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, I'm sorry, man, it's a duck. Greg Locke claims to have seen video footage of Democrats destroying baby formula like pouring baby formula out on the ground or whatever that never happened there is no video footage of democrat politicians pouring out massive amounts of baby formula just to hurt republicans that is fantasy land stuff keep listening because if you can believe it it gets even crazier
3: oh Burning this nation to the ground. We sitting around fiddling while Rome's burning. Well, our preacher's just a little bit too bold. <laughs> I ain't even started yet.
0: Okay. Um, God, I wish we would stop doing things like that. It's weird.
3: John came to me the other day, head of security. He said, I got to ask you a few questions. He said, I hate to even bring this up. We're a crazy church, that even bring this up. He said, what are we going to do when they finally do give you that subpoena and they show up?
0: Okay, so what he's talking about here, for context, he was at the January 6th riot. He was there at the Capitol when it all went down. And he's been putting out video after video about how he desperately wants Nancy Pelosi to subpoena him to speak in front of Congress about the January 6th stuff so that he can can rebuke them all in the name of Jesus in front of a live television audience as if that's how it would happen as if Nancy Pelosi is even running the committee I mean the guy lives in a delusional fantasy world seriously I don't know how to make this any clearer so that's what he's talking about here he says when they send you the subpoena and show up what are we going to do Well, they would only show up if he didn't respond to the subpoena. It probably wouldn't be a subpoena if he was going to be arrested. Like if he was being subpoenaed, it'd be because he has information about the events that unfolded that day and they know that he has information and they want that information like they'd subpoena his cell phone records, for example if he did something illegal that day, they would just pick him up and put him in jail for it. And I honestly think they would have done it like long before now. I mean, it's been two years. They've already done most of the hearings, if not all, I don't know. I don't think they're coming after Greg Locke, but I can tell you one thing for sure, whether they're going to send a subpoena to him or not, whether they're gonna show up and try to arrest him or not, he's going to use the idea of that happening as persecution porn he's going to use it to fuel his persecution complex in his congregations keep listening so his head his head of security comes to him and says if they send a subpoena to you and show up as if that's the order it happened in what are we going to do do you want us to get you out the back or something is what they say
3: he said, if they show up, I doubt they will during the service because they don't want to make a martyr out of me. But he said, look, if they show up, he said, do, do you want us to kind of get you and Ty out the back and, and get you to where you need to go so they can do this thing? Priv-
0: Ty is his wife, by the way, and I think she was there, too, to where you need to go so they can do this
3: thing privately. I said, oh,
0: I- wait a minute. So they can do this thing properly. So they're they're basically saying, do you want us to hide you from the police? Do you want us to harbor you as a fugitive from the law hide you from law enforcement so they can do this properly i don't even know what that means to do this properly what that's what they're saying right now that's the the option they're presenting right
3: Privately, i said oh absolutely not them devils come up in here they going take me publicly they going drag me out preaching kicking and screaming feel with the power of the holy ghost that's-
0: see they wouldn't even get him during a service they would wait until he was at home chilling out max and relaxing all cool and all and then they would knock on the door and tell him that he's got to go with them right that's not how it would go down this is all persecution fantasy that he's given us right now. Like, this would never, ever happen.
3: That's what they going to do. we going to have live cameras. I told the live stream crew, don't you turn that camera off. You zoom in real deep. I'm going to pull a R2 Pulaski. Get out, Nazis. Get out, Nazis. Get out, Nazis. they going to drag me up out of here. He said, "Well, do you want us to get your wife to safety? I said, no, she's going to hold a phone, praise God, and get it right down in my face. We're going to let everybody know these bunch of devils ain't going to win. They're not taking this country.
0: Okay, so when they said, do you want us to get your wife safe? I think what they were saying is Greg Locke and or his security staff have reason to believe that Greg is going to be arrested for what he did on the 6th, which tells me he believes that he broke the law. And he can't believe that they're not coming after him for it right now, first of all. And second, they believe that she broke the law too. And they would most definitely be coming for her. That's the impression I'm getting from what the the vivid imagery he's drawing for us, right? But he's saying, no, I want to go to jail. And I want her to hold the phone while they go to jail. I don't know. Just all very, very strange. It is all so deeply strange.
3: I said they're not taking this country. I'm trying to figure out about 200 of you about right now whose side you on, praise God, sitting there like a bump in a log. I said they ain't going to take this country from us. Not playing their games.
0: I mean, in Greg Locke's mind, they've already taken the country from him, right? They already supposedly stole the election. Didn't happen. But he believes it did. They've already taken the presidency and the House and the Senate. Didn't they take the, the the government or whatever? And look at that. Greg Locke has not been arrested. How about that? No pastors have been arrested just for being pastors. Only the ones that actually broke laws have been arrested so far. Have any pastors been? I don't know. I'm sure there were probably pastors at the January 6th attack. Who knows? This guy just lives in a delusional fantasy land. Seriously, he really, really does. And he is obsessed with feeling persecuted. If you doubt me on that, you should read his book. This Means War, I think is the name of it. I'm reading it right now on my Telltale Reads YouTube channel. Jesus Christ, dude. It is absolutely unhinged. A link to it's in the description if you want to give it a listen.
3: I ain't playing with them. I ain't scared of these mongrels. Bunch of vipers.
0: What he did there, calling Democrats vipers, effectively, and mongrels, that's actually a violation of the YouTube terms of service. You are not allowed to call somebody an animal or subhuman or or whatever other thing like that. So just take that for what you will. If you have any kind of interest in reporting that video, then feel free. That right there is definitely worthy of a hate speech strike it got even weirder though surprisingly so this is a little bit later on in the sermon okay and he's talking about the us versus them mentality and how important it is to him to exacerbate that to blow that up and make people see it for what it is
3: you say well you know the way you preach causes us and them it is us and them it is us and them them.
0: you know, the sad thing about this is one of the best examples of an us versus them mentality and where it can lead if you start using it to your benefit to whip your people into a blood frenzy, one of the best examples of it is World War II Germany, really. That is the reason why you're not supposed to use an us versus them mentality like this. Because when it becomes us versus them, you are effectively dehumanizing these people and you are willing to use basically any solution to solve this problem. You take on an ends justify the means mentality, which means you're willing to do absolutely anything, no matter what it is, Lie, cheat, manipulate, steal, murder, whatever, to accomplish your goals because you believe that your enemy is the epitome of evil. They're possessed by demons. They are Satan incarnate, and they're trying to destroy this country, and they are trying to kill you and and everybody you know and love, and they're going to do it if they get the opportunity. And your enemy is this entire set of people, and there's no nuance in there. Everybody in this entire group is coming after you, It's like building an existential threat and pointing at an enemy that's causing this existential threat. That's the problem. The Nazis in World War II used to talk about all kinds of bizarre stuff about the Jewish community. They had magic and they were coming after you and they were performing satanic rituals on your kids. Seriously, it's all the same stuff we're hearing right now from Republicans. No joke. They are all old Jewish tropes that are being recycled. That's all QAnon is. You guys heard QAnon and Greg Locke, more specifically, and others, talk about satanic ritual abuse and Hillary Clinton doing child sacrifices to Satan and all that other stuff. That is word for word exactly what the Jewish community was being accused of during World War II. Seriously. And this is all recycled stuff from World War II. All recycled stuff. That is why this us versus them mentality that Greg Locke has so obviously adopted is deeply, deeply concerning. Because we have seen where this mentality leads. We've seen people on the wrong end of it. We've moved past this. We didn't want this in society ever again but society is moving there again right now as we sit here and watch it take place deeply disturbing stuff
3: you say well you know the way you preach causes us and them it is us and them
0: he doesn't seem to have a problem with that he's he seems to think that's a good thing it is us and them they are evil they're possessed by demons we need to do something about this
3: it is us and them Listen, we ain't got to say it. We done kicked the Democrats out two months ago.
0: Yeah, what he's talking about here. So he just drew an us versus them mentality out and said it is us and them, right? We kicked the Democrats out two months ago. It's us versus the Democrats. Now, what he's talking about there, uh, we'll get to that clip in a second. But he specifically said, if you're a Democrat, then you are possessed by demons and you don't belong in this church keep listening we'll get there in a second
3: but we ain't got nothing else to lose i can't even think of nobody else to kick out but don't try me don't try me my wife said i can we'll talk later baby <laughs> you can preach the first sunday when i'm in prison praise god
0: he really does believe that he's going to prison for what your guess is as good as mine. Just for the sake of being persecuted, that's all. This clip is from the same sermon that he was referencing earlier where he called Democrats, you know, demon worshippers or whatever. But this isn't the part where he does that. In this part, he basically claims that Democrats aren't suffering from the supply chain crisis or inflation or anything else they are causing it intentionally to hurt Republicans, and Republicans are the only people that are suffering from high inflation or g- high gas prices or
3: anything. Listen to this. I don't care about rising gas prices. Huh? I don't care. I don't care how many ships are out in the canal with all their stuff on it. Still got Christmas out there in the canal.
0: Remember, this is May 15th, 2022.
3: It ain't affecting them Democrats.
0: It's not affecting Democrats? Are you joking? They've been stealing from everybody. Oh, wait. So it's not affecting Democrats because we have been stealing from everybody. Okay? When he says Democrats, actually what he means is anybody to the left of taking out the homeless for sport. Now, I don't identify as a Democrat, but for the sake of the conversation, I know anytime he says Democrat, he's talking about me, so... It
3: ain't affected them Democrats. They've been stealing from everybody. The Democrat party is the biggest slave plantation on the planet. Everything they've been covering lately is on deliverance. Well, you need to be delivered from voting Democrat. I think in that list in mass deliverance, I'm going to start putting spirit of Democrat. Come out in Jesus name.
0: See, this is so deeply wrong. This is exacerbating the us versus them mentality, doing everything he can to draw a deep red line between himself and anybody to the left of taking out the homeless for sport. He is doing everything he can to radicalize his congregation, and it's working. This is just from a couple of minutes later in that same sermon. This is actually the part where he talks about Democrats being evil and how they're not welcome to his church anymore. It, It was pretty consequential when he said this, and we'll get to why in a second.
3: I'm to the place right now, if you vote Democrat, I don't even want you around this church. You can get out. You can get out, you demon. You can get out, you baby butchering election thief.
0: So everything that he said just now, right there, that entire sentence, that was actually against YouTube's terms of service. You can't call people subhuman or an animal or a demon. You can't can't spread election conspiracy theories like he's doing here. And not just about the American 2020 election either. There are other elections that YouTube bans you from basically conspiring about or whatever you'd call it. So, anyway, I could have stopped here because he got his point across, but he gets really loud and waves his hands around a whole bunch in a second. And I just couldn't cut that part off of the end of the clip. So, let's watch that.
3: Thief. You cannot be a Christian and vote Democrat in this nation. I don't care how mad that makes you. You get pissed off as you want to. You cannot be a Christian and vote Democrat in this nation. They are God-denying demons that butcher babies and hate this nation. They hate this nation.
0: He's talking about me. I mean, I'm not a Democrat, but I am to the left of taking out the homeless for sport. So he's talking about me here. He thinks that I like having abortions just for the hell of it, just because it's fun. I enjoy it. It's a good time. It's part of a ritual sacrifice or whatever. I'm a Satanist, you know, and he thinks I am setting out to destroy the United States of America. That's insane. That is absolutely insane. You know, I don't think that even Republicans are setting out to destroy America. I don't believe that for one second. I think Republicans are setting out to make money. And there are forces at work that have a vested interest in destroying the country and are willing to pay for that. For example, oil companies, they don't care how much the country is destroyed or the earth. Or anything is destroyed as long as they got a little more money in their pockets and they're happy. Russia. Russia has a list of people that are on their payroll that they pay to wreak havoc politically. They're like They have politicians from Britain, Australia, the U.S., all over the world that are on their payroll. They are paying them money to erode democracy in these areas. There's a money incentive. I don't think the Republican Party overall is setting out to destroy the country. But I do think they're setting out to make money and destroying the country is a byproduct. And hey, you know what? When the country gets destroyed, they can blame it on the Democrats. So much the better. I think that's what's happening. Greg Locke goes a step further and believes Democrats or people like me are actually actively setting out to hate the country and attempt to destroy it intentionally because we hate it. That's a new level.
3: They hate this nation. They hate this nation. Get mad all you want to. I don't care if you stand. I don't care if you throw tomatoes, praise God. I'm about to throw a microphone up in his house. CNN can eat my dirty socks. You cannot be a Democrat and a Christian. You cannot. Somebody say amen. The rest of you, get out. Get out get out in the name of jesus
0: this is the dancing around i was talking about earlier
3: i ain't playing your stupid games bunch of devils i'm sick of it hey want to talk about the insurrection
0: oh yeah this is where he starts getting pretty specific about what he intends to do
3: mm. let me tell you something you ain't seen the insurrection yet you keep on pushing our buttons, you low-down sorry compromisers. You god-hating communist America. You'll find out what an insurrection is because we ain't playing your garbage. We-
0: okay, that sounds like a direct threat to me. Is it just me or was that a direct threat?
3: what an insurrection is because we ain't playing your garbage we ain't playing your mess my bible says that the church of the living god is an institution that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it and the bible says they will take it by force that's what the bible says that's what the bible says
0: this guy is so cringy i can't stand it sometimes so that was the root of what he was talking about in that that last clip from the previous sermon where he was saying he kicked democrats out a couple months ago or whatever
3: he preach causes us and them it is us and them it is us and them listen we ain't gotta say it. we done kicked the democrats out two months ago
0: yeah that's what he was talking about was that whole bit and that actually led to a huge mess for him. The IRS was contacted about his tax-exempt status because what he did is actually against the law for tax-exempt organizations. You're not allowed to endorse or oppose specific political candidates, campaigns, or parties, from my understanding, if you are not paying taxes. You want to pay taxes, you're f- you know, feel free to endorse them to your heart's content. Well, this is what's interesting about that whole bit, right? You're not allowed to endorse the candidates or oppose them or whatever if you're not paying taxes. Well, Greg Locke comes out on stage just, I don't know, the following week or something, and he says, you guys have contacted the IRS about us denouncing Democrats or whatever, so here's what I did. I dissolved my 501c3 communism, In the name of Jesus. And we're paying our taxes now. So I'm going to talk about Jesus anyways. Or some other crazy ridiculous nonsense. You know how Greg Locke is. Well up to now. So this happened in May. Right? May uh, May 15th give or take. So that was three months ago. Up to the moment that this is being filmed. Right now. Right? And I've been watching his business license. This entire time. I believe... As of just three days ago, his business license shows that it's been dissolved. His uh, nonprofit organization, the business license shows that it was dissolved. Now, I don't know if he created another nonprofit. I don't know if he created a for-profit. I don't know. I can't find that one. I don't know what he named it or whatever else. Maybe he just dissolved it and isn't using a business license. You can do that as a church in some situations. I'm hesitant to say that he is now paying taxes, but I can say that he lived up to his promise and did dissolve the 501c3 nonprofit organization that he has been using up to this point. So take that for what you will. In my experience, the guy doesn't outright blatantly lie about things usually. He twists the truth until it matches what he wants it to match. Usually there's a grain of truth in everything that he says. So it's uh, I would say it's not like Greg Locke in my experience to flat out lie about dissolving the 501c3 or lie about paying taxes or whatever. I don't know. I mean, th- we have no way to know until we find the new business license. So take it with a grain of salt. Anyway, in this sermon, this exact one that we've been talking about up to now... He actually covered some other interesting subjects. He talked about Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago search also. If you're unfamiliar, the FBI searched Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago mansion recently because, as it turns out, he had top secret slash SCI, which is secret compartmented information documents, one of the highest levels of top secret that you can get. He had those documents just hanging out at his mansion, like in the, the pool room or whatever, so Greg Locke decided to give us his two cents on that subject in this sermon. Check this out.
3: If you think by any means that we are out of the woods, you are not paying attention to what is happening prophetically in this nation right now. What what they just did in mar lago that's a prophetic warning. I'm telling you, all they want to do is control the narrative. Who is they? This guy absolutely loves
0: weasel words. Weasel words are a call out to some ambiguous authority or or some group of people that is unnamed and secretive and you're not giving us enough information to find out on our own. It's just some amorphous they that oversees all of the evil in the world that's trying to hurt you and they're after you and all that. Conspiracy stuff.
3: All they want to do... Who is they? Is control the narrative. That's what this Mar-a-Lago nonsense is about. They want to humiliate President Trump.
0: Or... Or, bear with me, knock this around the old cashew. Is it possible, maybe, Donald Trump actually took classified documents illegally? I say that because Donald Trump admitted that on Truth Social or whatever it is. It's weird to me that Greg Locke isn't accepting this, or doesn't seem to be accepting this as a fact, when Donald Trump admitted it himself. It is against the law to take classified documents, TS/SCI documents out of these bunkers, out of these SCI rooms or whatever. And that's exactly what Donald Trump did. And Greg Locke believes it was because they wanted to hum- humiliate Trump. Guy lives in a fantasy land, I'm telling you.
3: Huh? Notice I didn't call him former president Trump either.
0: They try- of course he didn't. They trying to humiliate him. Jesus Christ, dude, this guy is absolutely obsessed with Donald Trump, obsessed with being persecuted and obsessed with hating people that he views to be his enemy. And that is a deeply, deeply disturbing headspace to be in. And it's particularly disturbing that he's the leader of a megachurch that has tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. How many people listening to him? taking in his every word and thinking about it and believing it disturbing stuff man does this guy really think he's persecuted or is this all an act in my opinion i think he does i think he really believes that he's persecuted to the bottom of his heart if you disagree with me let me know in the comments or on twitter at telltale atheist kim possible welcome i thought Locke was sick of his flock worshiping trump when did he get back on the trump train I think it was just kind of a gradual thing where he one day just kind of came out and started speaking highly of trump yeah he did get sick of trump particularly because he was endorsing vaccines this is probably the clip you're referring to this is from january 2022 so about eight months ago eight nine months give or take this is him calling out donald trump and saying he won't vote for him if he supports vaccines basically
3: gonna Some say something i don't care how ticked off you get I'm going to say something. Listen to me. Stop. Everybody say stop. stop. Stop sitting on your butt and waiting for Donald Trump to do something in this nation. Stop it. Stop it. He gave the evangelicals a mighty voice, and I'm glad. Whether he runs or not is on him, not on me. But I'm sick of Trump worship in this church. You hear me? Let me tell you something. He was lied to and he knows it. And his arrogance won't let him change his mind.
0: Talking about the vaccine.
3: I'm telling you right now, on the authority of the Bible, if Donald Trump does not get out in front of this vaccine nonsense. He is going to lose his voter base in the next coming election. I'm telling you, it's going to happen.
0: So anyways, he turned against Trump pretty definitively there, right? Like, I don't know how you come back from that. But yeah, it was just like a couple news stories later, and Locke is out here fanboying over Trump again. You know, it's like he just completely forgot that he did something that he viewed as completely unforgivable. I don't know, it's weird. I guess Greg Locke has a short memory. Next, we're gonna talk about the disturbing direction the right seems to be going now. The idea that Democrats are possessed by demons is more popular than ever. Give us 30 seconds and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale channel. If you like what I do and you wanna see me continue to do it, check out my Patreon. You can also check out my Telltale Unfiltered channel, Twitter, and Teespring. All links can be found in the description. A while back, I talked about this guy named Jerome Jackson. He's running for office. He did this famous political ad or now famous political ad about the KKK. This is from early July 2022. Let's just watch the ad for a second. Keep in mind, he's a Republican. He's running as a Republican. He's friends with Alex Jones, of all people. He's been on his show, and we're going to take a look at that in a minute. But that's kind of the perspective that he takes. Watch his political ad about the KKK.
1: Democrats like to say that no one needs an AR-15 for self-defense. That no one could possibly need all 30 rounds. But when this rifle is the only thing standing between your family and a dozen angry Democrats in Klan hoods, you just might need that semi-automatic. In all 30 rounds.
0: It's very much structured like a full-blown political ad, but it's insane. It's completely ignoring the fact that the Republican Party is the party of the KKK. David Duke, the leader of the KKK, or the former leader, I don't know which now, he voted for Trump. I mean, he's voted Republican in the, the last who knows how many elections. There was a party switch back in the 1960s, around the time Nixon was running, Democrats were historically the Southern racist party and Republicans were the party of freedom. They were the liberal party. That's why Abraham Lincoln was a Republican, because he was the liberal, more freedom-centered party. And when Nixon started running for office... He ran as a Republican, but he used a strategy that he called the Southern Strategy. And the goal was to dog whistle to Southern racists, Dixiecrats, people who were old Democrats, but who were disillusioned with where the Democratic Party had gone. That is when the party switch really happened. And there was so much confusion over who believed what and which party believed in what thing that Richard Nixon, famous Republican, pretty far right, figure won every single state every state in his election except massachusetts he won california and new york and georgia and mississippi and texas and florida and ohio and all of them every state but massachusetts that's how much confusion there was at the time when the parties were switching so I have to imagine this guy knows that, right? He, he must know that. If he does, then I, I must wonder why he's carrying water for the KKK. Why is he rehabilitating their image by making people think that they're Democrats and not Republicans? It's so, so deeply dirty what he's doing and disgusting, just awful. Anyway, as it turns out, he's on the news for saying even more bizarre stuff, even more bizarre stuff. This one is from mid-August 2022. He went on the Diamond and Silk show. They have a TV show on the Lindell TV network, Mike Lindell's show. These two people on the left, Diamond and Silk, they are far-right extremists. QAnon believers, the Great Reset conspiracists, the whole nine yards, absolutely unhinged. So he goes on their show to talk to them. Listen to what he had to say here, mid-August 2022.
1: Was in office or not? I am going to wedge a perpetual war against the Democrats because they are the enemies of this country. They are the enemy of humanity. Their policies are anti-human. Their policies are anti-God. Their policies policies are anti-right. And I don't understand why Christians and people who say that they love God and love everything that's normal support Democrats.
0: I mean, I don't understand this. What policies is he talking about that are so evil morally evil anti-right and anti-god and what policies is he even talking about the democratic party's policies have only ever really been moderate barely moderate honestly it's kind of a center-right party to be perfectly honest how are they anti-god are they anti-god because they push for equality It would be one thing if this guy was just some rando standing out on the street screaming about this. He's not. He's a politician that's running for office right now. And what's more, he's not the only one repeating this kind of idea. We're going to get to some other people that are saying something similar in a minute. Keep listening to this.
1: They act as if they cannot see the affliction and pain that these demonic people are, are inflicting upon everyday Americans.
0: Listen to the language that he's using, demonic people, demonic people. He believes them to be like possessed or controlled by Satan or whatever. This is dehumanizing, dangerous language that he's using right now. Oh, and by the way, it's not just Democrats. He's talking about anybody to the left of taking out the homeless for sport. I'm not a Democrat, but I fall into the category in his mind. So for all intents and purposes, I am a Democrat in this episode even though i'm not really i'll refer to myself as such just for simplicity's sake
1: upon everyday americans yeah this is abnormal it's not normal it's very satanic and i believe that the spirit of the antichrist is erecting itself through the democrat party
0: the spirit of the antichrist see this is what happens when you get religion inextricably linked to politics This, this exact thing. You know, if things don't go my way politically, there are solutions. I can solve that problem by moving to another country at any cost, whatever it took. You know, if things get bad enough, I I will sell my refrigerator. I will sell my microphones and my everything to get out. If they're coming after me and I need to get out of this country, I will come up with the money. I'll stand outside a gas station and beg if that's what it takes to get out if they're coming after me that's my solution you know what isn't my solution doing some crazy thing like taking my own life or something that's not a good solution to a a political problem 99.9% of the time you don't get that type of thing as a solution in your head unless you view it as an existential threat like you have no way out they've backed you into a corner And you're going to lose your mortal soul or something over this. That is when you're willing to take your life or take somebody else's to solve a problem. If it's a political issue, you find other ways to solve it. That's why mixing religion and politics is so deeply dangerous, because Republicans no longer view this as a, oh, my God, This candidate just won and he's going to destroy the country. I need to get out of this country immediately. They don't view it that way anymore. They view it as a, oh my God, Joe Biden is a demon and he just stole this and trampled all over what God wanted. I have to do something about this. That's how they view it. The solution is no longer in the realm of reasonability. It is now in the realm of spirituality and anything goes when it comes to that. That's why it's so deeply disturbing to hear these people mix religion and politics this way. Mixing them at all is bad, but mixing them this way is a new level. A new level. And I believe that the spirit of the Antichrist is erecting itself through the Democrat Party. This is bad. This is real bad that they're using language like this. That's not the first time he said something like that either. This one's from mid-July 2022.
1: Jesus Christ the Messiah, who's gonna come back on this earth for a thousand years and reign on this earth a thousand years is a political figure, and the government shall be on his shoulder, according to Isaiah 9. But um but the Antichrist is also a political figure. Yes. And he's also making his move in this last day. I see him I see it being birthed and manifested through the Democrat Party. I see a spiritual battle brewing in this country. Oh, yeah. And and evil has manifested itself through the, the, the Democrat Party. I see them as a criminal cartel. I see them as uh, traffickers, traffickers, <gasps> uh, supporters of all types of evil. They are drug dealers, weapon dealers, and they
0: need to be stopped. So leave. Leave the country if that's what it is. Go to Canada. Uh, go to New Zealand. Go to Australia. Go to Britain. Go to Ireland. To Scotland. Anywhere. There are a billion places you can go. Hell, go to Russia if it's so bad in the U.S. Go anywhere in the world. Anywhere. You're rich. This guy was a football player, I think. He's he's filthy rich. He's got all kinds of money. He doesn't have to live in the U.S. Move. You know why that's not a solution to the problem for him or for millions and millions and millions of other americans it's not because he doesn't have the money it's never because they don't have the money in these cases it's because they believe god has a covenant with the united states and they've been tasked with defending that covenant with their life they believe if a republican doesn't take office The government is not ordained by God and they have to do something about it. This is what happens when you mix religion and politics. We see the the Middle East as an example of just how far an empire can fall if it inextricably links religion into its government. The Founding Fathers knew that. That's why they explicitly banned religion from being involved in politics. These people have eroded that line between church and state over the course of 50 years to the best of their ability, and they've succeeded at this point. It's basically gone now. Religion and politics are indistinguishable from each other at this point, sadly. When you hear things like this, it's pretty obvious that religion and politics are now one. This is from mid-July, 2022, check this one out. He's on Alex Jones, talking to him about it.
1: When I get in here, I'm going to wedge war against these evil, evil people people don't understand and this is what america needs to wake up and understand right now you need to wake up right now because your sissified churches and pastors are not going to come to the rescue they are not involved in this spiritual battle you need to understand that evil is evil and America does not understand how evil is because they think that this is some kind of movie. This is a real evil takeover, and they're coming to take your children from you. They're coming to take your wealth, your life, and everything from you right now. They're going to take your free speech, and then they're going to take your life away, and it's going to be over here in this country. Well, we only have a I can't imagine.
5: A we need you in Congress bad, Jerome Davidson.
0: Yeah, Alex Jones. This is all fear tactics. It's all fear-mongering. They're doing everything they can to scare the shit out of you and make you think this is an existential threat, so you'll do something crazy. That's what's happening right now. He's not, by any means, the only person talking about this, though. There are a bunch of different right-wing media figures out there, like a billion of them, right? And you can tell how popular an idea is in the right-wing sphere by looking at how many of these right-wing figures are talking about it. Jerome Davison is just one of them. Alex Jones is another. I mean, they're, they're out there, but they're far right. But what's the rest of the right wing talking about right now, is the question. Are these ideas pervasive? Are they everywhere, is my question. This is Pastor Jim Garlow, and it follows a similar theme, surprisingly, mid-August
3: 2022. Leftism, True. or so-called, well, they use the term progressivism, which really is not progressive now uh, that is a mental illness sin brings a mental illness i believe it's the writer of Ephesians, Paul, that speaks of the blindness the spiritual blindness that comes over individuals who walk in habitual sin and that's the only explanation that i can give for what
0: notice he's conflating being on the left with being sinful inherently if you aren't a republican then you are a sinner they are synonymous with each other, sinner and Democrat. Don't let that little conflation slip right by you.
3: The explanation that I can give for what people are doing, the kind of things that they're now doing.
0: Deeply wrong, man. Here's Eric Metaxas. I haven't talked about him before, but he's another far right figure. He's a talk show host, I believe, maybe a radio show host. I don't remember what he's famous for, but anyway. He went on his show and had a guest on to talk about this very subject, mid-August 2022. Check it out.
3: This is spiritual warfare, and we are now in, in the Normandy landing of spiritual warfare. The Democratic Party is possessed by preternatural evil. It is not a human institution anymore. It is an instrument of wicked spirits. This is demonic our enemies are demonic. There's no turning the other cheek. There's no being winsome. There's no compromise possible.
0: Here's the thing about this. So this guy's name is John Zimmerak, I think. Eric Metaxas is on the left here. And right at the end, you could kind of hear him about to talk. Right at the end, he's about to say, "Now I don't want people to think that we believe that the left are demons, but they are possessed by demons, is effectively what he said. It's like he's hedging without actually even hedging. Listen to this one more time. There's this little clip here.
3: Natural evil. It is not a human institution anymore. It is an instrument of wicked
0: spirits. That right there, that line of thought just justified literally anything they are putting themselves into an ends justify the means mentality and then they're giving themselves the justification they need to be there they are justifying literally any action against democrats or the democratic party lying cheating manipulating stealing attacking whatever whatever it's okay because they are demons or demon possess and the root of all evil. And and as Jim Garlow said, Pastor Jim Garlow said a minute ago, Democrat is synonymous with sinner or mentally ill. That's the line of thinking that they're following right now. And it's it's deeply concerning to see this happening. Talked about this one recently. Actually, this one was on the Fireside Chat Channel not too long ago. This is early July 2022. This is Allison Steinberg on One American News Network telling it like it is, telling us how she feels about Democrats.
4: That liberals outright love babies. Yes, between forced vaccinations at birth, formula shortages courtesy of Biden. It's no secret that these mentally deranged leftists are coming for your kids. We've been warning about it for years only-
0: You notice that there's like a common thread through all of these, coming for your kids, coming for your kids, formula shortages, they're trying to destroy the country, they're possessed by demons, they're setting out to destroy everything and everybody that you love.
4: We've been warning about it for years, only to be met with denial from the left. According to them, abortion is a constitutional right, and life doesn't begin until the child is out of the womb. Attempted-
0: okay, and nobody says that in reality. Life doesn't begin until the child's out of the womb. No, nobody believes that. Nobody is in favor of post-birth abortion. Nobody had even, I hadn't even heard that term before. And I'm about as pro-abortion as it gets, honestly. I'm not pro-choice. I'm pro-abortion. I think it's a good thing. I think we should be doing that more. And I hadn't heard about this post-birth abortion thing. It's like ridiculous. its It's just made up by people like this, who are scaring the shit out of old people, and some younger people, about how evil and demonically possessed anybody to the left of taking out the homeless for sport is.
4: ...out of the womb. They attempt to casually sweep their obsession with literally murdering children under the rug in the name of choice.
0: That's not happening, but, you know, say what you need to say, I suppose, to justify and ends justify the means mentality to put your people into an ends justify the means mentality say what you got to say i suppose
4: the off chance you're uncertain about the presence of evil and the capacity of its influence upon our society if you still need proof that liberals are sick demons who thrive on the thought of death boy do i have
0: yeah it goes on from there that's that's the basic point that's what they believe that's what we're seeing right now We've seen it all over the place. This is the right at this point. This is what they're doing. This is this is what deep conservatives and Trump supporters are saying right now. It's concerning. Extremely concerning. I don't hate anybody for anything. I don't think these people are sick demons. I don't think they're anything. I just want them to chill out and work with me. And, and maybe we can make this place better for everybody. Like, how did we get here that... Any of these things are even in the back of their minds, let alone coming out of their mouths. This is insane. And these aren't nobodies that I've talked about. These are talk and radio show hosts, pastors, and candidates for Congress, and even some members of Congress have said things like this. In fact, a good number of them have. That's where we're at. Listen to this one. This is Allison Steinberg again, mid-August 2022, One American News talk show host.
4: We should all know by now that you cannot comply your way out of tyranny and the Dutch are leading by incredible example. So why can't we do that here in America? Why are we allowing these evil elites to dictate our lives?
0: The Dutch thing that she mentioned there, it's a side story that's happening right now. It's not super relevant, but there are some far right Dutch figures that are trying to protest over some crazy thing right now. It's unrelated, so I won't get into it.
4: Why are we allowing these evil elites to dictate our lives? Why can't we all man the hell up and fight back? I don't know about you, but I think it's somewhat ignorant to rely solely on elections to make these essential changes that our country so desperately needs.
0: Wow, ignorant to rely on elections for the changes that we need. Do we even need to read between the lines or is she just laying it out clearly for us?
4: When it's become abundantly clear that our entire system is rigged and corrupt, Why don't we, the people, get organized and take the power back?
0: Yeah, so the right is going down a disturbing path at this moment. It is all over the place right now, and it is really, really concerning. Do these people believe it? Does Allison Steinberg really believe this? Does she really think that... Democrats are sick demons, quote unquote. Does Jerome Davison believe the things that he's saying about the Antichrist spirit? Does he believe that the KKK really are made up of Democrats? Or is he trying to scare people into voting for him? Is she trying to scare people into watching her show? It's hard to tell sometimes. Generally, I go with two basic things. Make as few assumptions as possible and take people at their word. If they say they believe something, then generally I accept that they believe it. But to me, that's even more disturbing than the alternative. To think that they actually believe the things that they're saying, that's like a new level of messed up. I think I would prefer to believe that they're being paid by somebody to scare the shit out of people, honestly. Because if they believe this stuff, we're in worse shape than I thought. If you disagree with me, let me know in the comments or on Twitter at Atheist next we're going to talk about senate candidate jaron jackson's ridiculous view of the world he is what happens when somebody accepts far-right talking points uncritically even the ones that contradict each other give us 30 seconds and we'll be right back you're listening to the telltale channel if you like what i do and you want to see me continue to do it check out my patreon you can also check out my telltale unfiltered channel twitter and teespring all links can be found in the description If you're unfamiliar, this is Jaron Jackson. He's running for Senate in Oklahoma right now, state Senate, and he has a chance of winning. There is nothing in this guy's head but propaganda. And if you need evidence of that, let me give it to you. This was his campaign ad, late March, 2022.
5: We are at war with communism, or I should say communism is at war with us. This war is designed to not look like a war coming for our kids they've destroyed the economy they've hostaged the government I'm a Bible believing Christian I believe that the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation I also think it's the only way we overcome I think it's the way that we win
0: think you could put a wind filter on that thing there buddy
5: I know it's the way that we win
0: I'm running for state senate. Dude, this guy is sharpening that knife incorrectly. I know this is a little thing, but this is bothering me a little bit.
5: The way that we win. I know it's the way that we win. I'm running. He's doing it wrong. For state senate, and on June 28, I'd like to ask for your vote and for you to unleash me.
0: I don't know, maybe that's a different type of sharpener than I've used before. I've used sharpening stones and other types of sharpeners, and I've never done it that way before, so may- I don't know. Maybe I'm just not familiar with that knife design. Anyway, point is, there's nothing in this guy's head but propaganda. Seriously. Nothing in this guy's head but propaganda. Unfortunately, at this time when this like ad came out or whatever, he didn't have much funding yet because... He was still in a primary race against other Republicans, and nobody really knew if he was going to win or what, so no one was really donating yet, and then he won. He won his primary, so now he's going to be going up against a Democrat in Oklahoma for the state Senate. That's deeply concerning, deeply, deeply concerning stuff. This guy has real issues, and we're gonna, I'll show you what those issues are in a second. He's been making the rounds on all kinds of podcasts and stuff since he won his primary. Oh, I think I forgot to mention, he is a social media figure also, like me, like I'm a social media figure. I have a YouTube channel. He has a telegram. His telegram is 87,780 subbies currently at this moment. I follow him on telegram and all the crazy things he says. Anyways, that's huge for telegram. That is massive oh my god is that huge for telegram telegram is not really a massively used platform youtube is like what the second most visited website on the entire internet or something like that telegram is tiny compared to youtube the fact that he has 87000 subbies on there you can probably multiply that by 10 and assume that he has a roughly comparable uh, and assume that that is a roughly comparable value to the, size of you, uh, to the size of the YouTube channel that he would have if he had a YouTube channel. He's huge. He's really, really big on Telegram. Another Telegram person I follow is Stu Peters. He's got 314,000 subbies on Telegram. That's massive. Oh, my God, is that big? So anyway, back to Jaron Jackson here. He's been making his rounds on podcasts, TV shows, all of it, trying to get the word out, trying to get people to vote for him. I don't really know why he's bothering uh, since, you know, all this voting stuff is fraudulent anyways in his head. Right. Uh, Obviously, it's not. But he thinks it is. So he goes on this podcast here, mid-August 2022. He goes on there to tell people about his policy goals and beliefs and what he intends to do when he gets into office. And it gets nutty. Listen to this.
5: My strategic mission is to shift the Overton window to include the gospel of Jesus Christ. If politics is an arena.
0: Okay, let me explain what the Overton window is in case you haven't heard of this. It's the window of acceptable public discourse. So five years ago, even 10 years ago, it was unacceptable for people to talk about fraudulent elections. You know, if Obama had come out and started screaming about fraudulent elections, nobody would have even been listening. Nobody would have cared because it was ridiculous then. But over the course of a couple of years, particularly since, particularly since 2020, Donald Trump has slowly but surely pushed the Overton window further and further toward Election fraud. He started this whole process back in 2016, actually, when he claimed that Hillary was bussing in illegal immigrants, quote unquote, to vote for her. Like, there's no basis for any of these claims, but you just plant that seed and you keep watering it. Just keep saying this stuff over and over and over again. And eventually, it becomes acceptable public discourse. So that's the Overton window. Right now, the idea of communism, the concept of communism, is not an acceptable thing in public political discourse today in America. Like nobody is seriously taking uh, nobody is taking communism seriously as an idea. But Republicans screaming about communism being evil, that is in the Overton window. That is something they do constantly. So they've slowly but surely been shifting the Overton window further and further and further to the right toward authoritarianism. And that's exactly what Jaron Jackson is trying to do now. He wants to shift it even further than that. Apparently, he thinks that it's not okay to be Christian, I guess. He's telling us he wants to make Christianity part of the Overton window as if it's not already.
5: The gospel of jesus christ if politics is an arena this arena has pushed god out of the picture amen we, in no stretch of
0: the imagination has that happened like not even a little bit
5: you have false paradigms right left conservative liberal right democrat republican that's a false binary the choice is christ or chaos Woo! it's christ or communism Whoa. and so whenever jesus taught John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one gets to God but by me. People need to know that. Philippians 2, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. And so my job in this race, not only to defend the Constitution and represent the fine people of this community, I am bringing the gospel directly into politics. I'm doing it with the zeal of a former infantry officer. I'm doing it as a Bible thumper, King James Bible guy, and I'm bringing it right at people in a loving way that brings the truth mm. in direct conflict with the chaos of the day. And I believe that's important. Jesus taught in John seventeen seventeen, sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. People need to know the scriptures. People need to know about Jesus. And there's too many people that have designed our political discourse To push God to the side, my job is to bring him right Mm. through the front door.
0: Okay, no one's trying to push God to the side. They're just trying to respect the fact that we have Muslims and Jains and Sikhs and Buddhists and all kinds of other denominations of all sorts and religions of all sorts in this country. And we all pay taxes to the government and we all need to be equally and fairly represented. That means Muslims have to have as much say in the government as Christians do because they pay taxes and we pay taxes. Everybody pays taxes, right? If you don't want them to have a say from a religious perspective, then you can't have a say from a religious perspective either. That's how this works. That is the social contract. But this guy doesn't care. Either he doesn't care or he doesn't get it. I don't know which. The guy doesn't want religious equality. The guy wants religious supremacy, and he's pretty open about that. He wants Christian supremacy, and he wants a Christian nationalist state. I don't know how you can get much clearer. Let me play this one for you. This is a little bit of an older one, late April 2022. It should give you an idea of what kind of a personality he has and what perspective he's looking at things from. Check this out. This was about the mask mandates or people wearing masks or whatever else.
5: The pro mask mandate or the anti mask mandate is still on the same premise that masks are a legitimate, credible, righteous, moral, ethical, justifiably legal thing for people to do.
0: Wow, that's interesting because the Bible explicitly tells people if they get sick, wear a face covering over the lower half of your face and quarantine. The Bible says that. It says those words. So I don't know what so I don't know where he's coming from. I don't know what he's thinking, but he is directly contradicting the Bible if he thinks that masks are an illegitimate are
5: illegitimate in any way. They're not like at all. Like that's a non-starter. If God would have wanted us to wear a masks, he would have had Jaron come out of the womb and you come out of the womb with a, you know, with the mask on a 3M mask on. We would have had a, what's that called? We would have had the, the, we would have already had the masks. Amen. That's how I see it.
0: Can I take that to mean that you were wearing overalls when you came out of the womb? Like I would love it if that were actually true. That'd be hilarious. Let me give a little background on this. This next one is about the Mar-a-Lago search. If you haven't heard about this or you're watching this five years in the future, just give you a 30-second explanation. Donald Trump stole the most classified documents in existence, basically. TS slash SCI. Real shit. Stuff that's not supposed to leave fortified bunkers kind of thing, right? He took them to his mansion, his Mar-a-Lago mansion, and the FBI basically went in and searched his house to get them back. And he threw a complete fit over the fact that he couldn't keep these top-secret documents in the pool house next to the towels. So Jaron Jackson is extremely upset over the fact that the FBI went in to get the top-secret documents back from Donald Trump that he shouldn't have had in the first place. This one's August 15th, 2022. Listen to how Jaron
5: Jackson melts down over it. So they raid Trump on Monday talk about it all throughout the week no patriots are rising up no violence is happening and all of a sudden this happens at the u.s capitol the fox news alert capitol police say early this morning oh
0: by the way the name of this video that he released was something like false flags or don't be part of false flags or something like that i don't remember
3: the fox news alert capitol police say early this morning a man drove his car into a vehicle barricade at the u.s capitol they say When he moved to get out of the car, it became engulfed in flames, and then he fired several shots in the air. Officers then tried to approach the man when he fatally shot himself. Nobody else was hurt. Police say it does not appear the man was targeting any members of Congress who are currently
5: on recess. Oh, how convenient. You raid President Trump with the unconstitutional police force.
0: It was not unconstitutional. It was completely within the bounds of the Constitution. They got a legal search warrant that was signed by a judge. Everything was completely above board for this whole FBI search. But okay, keep going. Keep telling yourself it was unconstitutional.
5: The unconstitutional police force, you invade his home to try to set him up for an indictment so he can't run again because you're scared of him and you know that we the people want him instead of your godless commie options.
0: Okay. Interesting. First of all, there are, is not one single politician in the entire United States that is godless or commie. I don't know. There may be one politician who claims to be an atheist, but it's actually illegal for atheists to run in a whole bunch of states, surprisingly. But that's neither here nor there. What he said there at the end, listen to this again.
5: You can't run again because you're scared of him and you know that.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think I'm afraid of Donald Trump running again, honestly. In fact, I think it would be, well, it would be bad for democracy, But it would be good for Democrats. There is no chance Donald Trump's going to win. We found out that Liz Cheney lost her election recently. Okay, Liz Cheney is the model of somebody who hates Donald Trump, but is the perfect Republican. She voted with him like 90-something percent of the time, but she hates him. She's trying to get him put in jail, basically, because of what he did, because of the January 6th stuff and other things right so she had her primary recently in wyoming i think i'm not sure exactly where she's from yeah it was wyoming that's where she was from she got 29% of the vote harriet hagman got 66% of the vote okay that's a huge difference a huge difference the only difference between liz cheney and harriet hagman is the fact that liz cheney doesn't like donald trump harriet hagman does that is it That's the only difference, okay? But think about this. I don't think this is as big of a victory as Donald Trump thinks it is. 29% of Republicans want Donald Trump put in jail. That's what that vote means. 29% of Republicans want Donald Trump put in jail and will vote for anybody but him or his candidate or whatever. The margin of victory in national elections can come down to, you know, as low as 70,000 votes. Extremely small margins to win the presidency. If 30% are willing to vote against Donald Trump's candidate because they don't like Donald Trump and no other reason, I don't think he's as comfortable as he thinks he is. I don't think his victory is as guaranteed as he believes that it is, really, I don't. I think Donald Trump running for president is the best thing for the Democrats. Not the best thing for democracy. We know he's going to try to do another January 6th event. We know that, as a matter of fact but I don't think there's any chance that he wins in 2024. I really do not. I don't care who's running. I don't think there's any chance he wins. So about Jaron Jackson here, no, I, I don't fear Donald Trump running. I
5: really don't. You know that we, the people that want him instead of your godless commie options. And then whenever you do that, no one responds. There ain't no redneck back country hayseed hick farmer that's like, you know what, we better rise up get the guns bubble let's go to dc because
0: there are actually people doing things like that there are we have seen multiple domestic terrorist attacks since trump's house was searched by the fbi multiple not just one more than one so that is actually what's happening
5: because that didn't happen yes it did you gotta you gotta provoke it and so because they lack imagination and they need people to do stuff maybe they're modeling they use their false flag federal plants to model what they want other people to do. Hey, guys, maybe if we ourselves drive the thing into the barriers, maybe other people will do it because they'll see. Well, maybe because we need to do these godless commies, man.
0: See, this is this is full blown conspiracy. I don't know if you heard about it, but at the beginning of the video, he played uh, Fox, a Fox News segment where they were talking about a guy ran into the barrier at the Capitol building, I think, and fired off some shots and then checked out, if you will. He co- he's saying that's a false flag. He's saying that was fake. He's saying that it was an FBI plant that did that. That's insane. That is a new level of conspiracy thinking right there. Guy's running
5: for Senate in Oklahoma right now. These godless commies want a false flag. They wanted, what was it, the day after? There was someone with a nail gun going against the FBI office in Cincinnati, Ohio.
0: Yeah, that's because nail guns are known to be able to penetrate bulletproof glass in some circumstances, in some situations, depending on how powerful the gun is and how weak the glass is and how close you are and things like that. And I think even then it only put... A single hole in the glass like it it all depends but yeah this what he's talking about that's correct a guy showed up in an fbi field office with a nail gun and an ar-15 and tried to bust through the glass with the nail gun and it didn't work he was chased down basically there's a standoff in a cornfield
5: i think and it ended as you would expect that it would sadly because that makes sense The raid happens in Mar-a-Lago, but then some guy's going to grab a high-capacity nail gun and take it against the FBI in Cincinnati? Are you stupid? No.
0: He was a Trump supporter. He was willing to do absolutely anything that it took to defend his god-emperor, as they call him. And it ended badly for him. This is the cult that Donald Trump has cultivated. Intentionally, he's done this. He has formed out this cult of personality around himself... Because this is what
5: he likes, seemingly. Stupid? These godless commies need people to pay attention. And I argue you'd get better outcomes if you talked about Jesus. People hate Jesus. People hate the gospel.
0: Uh, no. Nobody hates Jesus or the gospel. You know what I hate, personally? I hate the fact that people are trying to shove it down my throat. Trying to impose it on me. To force it on me against my will. In public forums. They're trying to make me... Pay for their stuff with my tax dollars. They're trying to get me to pay for their religious education and things like that with my tax dollars. That's what I hate. So anyway, that's Jaron Jackson. I found it. Kind of interesting though, the guy claimed not too long ago to be nonviolent and said, don't take the bait and I don't believe in violence. What's violence going to accomplish? And I find that interesting that he said that. I agree with that sentiment. Nonviolence. Violence is not the answer, ever, period. I know people get upset when I say that, but that's true. That's a factual statement. Violence isn't the answer. But I find that rich coming from Jaron Jackson particularly because, you know, I've been following this guy for a hot minute since before he was running for Oklahoma Senate. This one's from mid-November 2021. He may have actually been running at this point, but this is him talking to Lynn Wood, which is one of Donald Trump's lawyers. Listen to this.
5: I've listened to a couple people ask, you know, what do we do? Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a trigger puller. I, I, I want people to dangle. I want justice. I want people to, I, I want these treasonous, uh criminals (laughs) to have due process and i want them to have public executions because i think that would be a great deterrence um for future generations i think we've emasculated the justice system in the sense that we don't actually let people digest the consumption of justice
0: yeah darren jackson running for state senate has a chance of winning claims to be Against violence, opposed to violence, and then puts things like that out just a few months ago. Dude's a joke. Dude is a joke, and he needs to lose this election. He needs to lose this election. Oklahoma is already a Christian hellscape. We don't need it to get any worse than it is right now. So if you're in Oklahoma, please, please, please get out there and vote. I think he's running against Jennifer Esau, the Democrat. So it'll be Jennifer Esau versus Jaron Jackson for District 2 on November 8th, 2022. Get out there and vote like your life depends on it. Okay? This guy is nuts, dude. Guy is nuts. We don't need him in Congress. Thank you guys for coming and giving this a listen, and I will talk to you next week. If you like what I do and you want to see me continue to do it, you can support me in a few ways. First, there's Patreon. That's probably the best way. But if you want to get something back for your support, you can check out my Teespring. I sell all kinds of shirts and coffee cups and stuff on there. You can also check out my other channels. I have a Telltale Unfiltered YouTube channel where I go through long form videos like Kent Hovind's seminar series, Jehovah's Witnesses TV show, and televangelists prophesying about politics. And finally, you can check out my social media. If you have a question for me, the best way to ask it is to tweet it at me. I'm on there all the time so check it out all links are in the description as always anyway so that's all i've got for you thanks for listening